Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. I'm your host, Scott Challoner, today, and I'm delighted to say that joining me on the programme is Mike Gear. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Pleasure, Mike. And uh, for those uh, regular listeners who may not be familiar with Mike here, he is the Managing Director at Freecom Internet Services, a fast-growing ITC outsource solutions company based in the West Midlands. Um, That's, of course, just a very brief overview of what you do, Mike. Uh, But feel free to just expand upon that for those tuning in. What is it uh, that you'd say that Freecom does well? Uh, Well, Freecom Internet Services... Uh, we've been around for roughly about 30 years uh, in, under different guises uh, through mergers and takeovers. Uh, I've been with the business probably 28 years uh, and roughly around about two years ago, uh, my brother and myself, we actually purchased the business of its previous owners um, to take it forward. So we specialise in uh, like small to medium-sized businesses uh, in managing their online solutions, so that whether that be websites, uh, domain names, email addresses, the, you know, the, the normal run of the mill stuff, but also what we have is like a bespoke software solutions as well. Uh, and really, that's what uh, 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 brought to life the school life platform that we, we created mm. around about six years ago. Um, that, that really was started as a hobby. Uh, it was my daughter. She went to a local school in Dudley. Uh, their website was quite dated, so we offered to build a build them a, a freebie, uh, which they gladly accepted. Uh, and and essentially, the school life platform grew from there. So yeah, but primarily pre-com internet services. Uh, we cater for small to medium sized businesses, uh, of which we probably helped in, in the th- tens of thousands of businesses uh, get online and, and uh, sell the, the, the internet. Yeah, it's very interesting as well. And it's also interesting that sort of journey that you've been on from sort of working at the business to going on and buying the business and being managing director, because I suppose that that sort of ground up experience of IT and communication within the industry, um, that probably gives you that sort of really good overview of not just what makes a good business and what makes robust leadership of a business, but also what good technical service ought to look like as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, we pride ourselves on our customer services. Um, we like to go that extra mile, uh, as you know, every, every business would do anyway. Uh, but we, we like that personal touch where if, if we can, we possibly can, we'll go out to customers uh, and help them realise what they want. We don't in, impress our vision. We, we try and learn the customer's vision because uh, it's important for them to to give their message, not our message. Um, and yeah, you know, being with the business, business for so long, um, it, it's really helped. Uh, and, and such is the same for other, uh, all, all our team, really. Uh, you know, I think the, the, the least time spent in our business from a member of staff is uh, the, the young girl we've got in the accounts team. You know, we took her on as a... Uh, an apprentice uh, four years ago, mm. uh, but everybody else has been with the business like 10 years plus. So we've got a real good understanding of what we do, what we're good at, uh, and, and that's why we've uh, 
sustained our growth. And you mentioned, of course, very briefly, school life uh, there. School life is that brand yep. that you've developed to help educational establishments utilise technology to sort of reduce cost and improve community interaction. And I can imagine, given yep. the challenges of the last 18 months with the COVID-19 pandemic, that facet of the business must have gone from strength to strength. Yeah, uh, it's, it's probably our biggest growing uh, section of the business at the moment. Um Again, going back to when where it all started from, uh, like I say, it was just really kind of a hobby for me uh, of an evening, just uh, updating my daughter's school's website. Uh, when I actually went into the school to to try and then explain how to you know keep on top of it, manage it, it was that point where I, I realised that schools' websites remain static and 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 then dated is because they don't have the resources to manage. The, like the online prints, uh, and if if they don't have those resources, they're having to pay third parties, and sometimes you know with budgets that are tight for schools uh, mm. and getting even tighter, yeah, that that comes way down the pecking order with regards to what they have to uh, like prioritise. So that's why when uh, myself and the, the the team we came up with this idea for school life, uh, a platform, a portal that makes everything so much simpler for schools, and uh, we started off obviously with my daughter's school, but we had two other schools in the area who were interested to come on board and help us develop this platform. Uh, and we don't do any uh, like online marketing as such, uh, and it's just grown from strength to strength from people recommending to other people. And then we've got schools in Birmingham, Sandwell, Worcestershire, uh, uh, then in London, Wokingham. Uh, so it, it spread quite a bit, uh, and like I say, you know, the, the emphasis of the platform is to help schools, not to hinder them, whether that be costs, resources, just general customer service. Yeah, certainly makes sense, and it's really encouraging that that side of the business has really done well over the course of the uh, the pandemic. And it's also been a challenge for business, hasn't it, this um, sort of whole period, because we have in many ways had to adapt our working practices. We've had to sort of adjust to sort of working from home, not maybe seeing as much as we've been used to of our colleagues, for instance. Um, so even though, of course, the business has sort of done quite well on that side of things, what was sort of management through the last 18 or 19 months like for you mike would you say yeah it's been tough uh obviously trying to um manage a, a remote team uh for, you know everybody working from different locations we have tried to maintain the office uh, that we have in-house owing uh, as a base for people to to come in and it's more so for like staff's mental health uh you know, being able to get out, you know, we, we adhere to the, obviously, the, the government guidelines with regards to, uh, you know, distancing and, and, and cleaning the office regularly. But we felt it was, like, a really important thing to, to be able to have so that we could all meet up if we needed to. Mm. Uh, just to, you know, it doesn't even have to be work-related. It could just be, you know, just to get out of your own home surroundings because, obviously, over the past 18 months, two years, it has been tough for people to adjust. You know, it's you've got that first adjustment of not being out, and then now you've got that adjustment of slowly getting back out. So yeah, it's it's all 
hands to the pump kind of thing. Yeah, it is certainly. And um, we're seeing, of course, now the proliferation of hybrid working practices across many businesses. Of course, it isn't always applicable for every business that's out there because for some it just doesn't work. But I think what the pandemic has done is it has cemented the place of this sort of uh, this way of working very much for the long term, isn't it? And as far as UK working life goes, hybrid is here to stay. Yes, yes. Uh, it, you know, it, just from a, a, a cost uh, angle as well. I mean, we work closely with councils and, and we're seeing uh, like our local councils either setting up smaller offices with uh, hot desks that uh, members of staff can come in and utilise. But yeah, they're, they're, they're utilising you know, home working uh, a lot. Exactly right. And um, it's something as well that business leaders are having to be very, very aware of when it comes to recruitment as well, because what potential employees and candidates want from their employers is starting to change isn't it um obviously that is something that entrepreneurs today who are thinking about maybe starting their own businesses are having to seriously think about given the renewed emphasis on mental health and what people want from who they work for um but for yourself mike um, who of course has had this experience of working for a business and then building it up with yourself at the helm if you had to give any advice to any entrepreneur who is just starting out in this current environment, what advice would you give them to really sort of get them on the uh, road to success, do you think? Um, yeah, the, there's always going to be, uh, you know, falls and trips, uh, but don't be discouraged. Uh, keep on, you, you know, if you've got a vision, you know, talk to friends and family. They, they're normally the ones that ground you. Uh, and so, you know, if, if you've got an idea or a business uh, that you want to push forward with, those are the kind of people that you want to uh, like have at your back kind of thing. Getting good sound advice, whether that be accountancy or or just personal, that, that, that's key. It's just to keep communication lines open all the time. Uh, you know, always listen to people's advice. Don't always, You don't always have to take it. Uh, obviously, if you've got a vision and just keep pressing on that's that's my my advice yeah certainly and uh, that idea of actually listening to other people and learning from them i think that's one of the best things that you can do isn't it recognizing that you're not alone in running your business you can network you can reach out to more experienced figures and you can learn from them and i think learning be that from other people or even from our own mistakes i think that's just part and parcel of leadership when it comes to running a business isn't it i don't think you can almost be successful without maybe getting one or two things wrong along the way that's it and and that's how you grow and not only professionally but personally uh you know you've got to make these mistakes to 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 understand them for for the next time that uh, an obstacle comes in your uh, in your path you know it's it's just natural it is, isn't it? And um, just because we mentioned mental health um, as well within the uh, the workplace, uh, just how important do you, you sort of think that is in the, the backdrop of the COVID-19 pandemic? Just because that's something that's been thrust into the national limelight perhaps more than ever before. And I asked that question because within the Leaders' Council recently, we've been talking a lot about CEO burnout as well. So when we think about mental health as business leaders, it is important that we remember to safeguard our own, even when we're sort of in that survival mode, as opposed to just yeah. sort of neglecting our own and looking after that of those around us, isn't it? That's it. Uh, I mean, I, I do consider myself fortunate that I've got uh, a family that around me that, that 
obviously uh, appreciates and supports me. Um, and likewise, I appreciate and support them. But as an owner of a business, you sometimes get uh, like sidetracked. You know, that, you know, I've just got to do this, I've just got to do that. And, and your working day doesn't tend to be, you know, your normal nine to five where you can switch off. But it is really, really important to, to, to like either friends, family, just have that switch off time where you're not actually talking or thinking about what, what you're doing during the day. Uh, you know, find what you like, find what you enjoy outside of your, your business and just, you know, spend at least half an hour just, you know, totally, you know, relaxed. Uh, and when I say half an hour, I mean that that's like through the day. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not saying uh, through the mm-hmm. night, you continue looking at your business, but like, it's really, really important to switch off during during the day uh, as is. well, just so that you get that, that, that kind of rest time for your mind. So then you can you're good to go again. Yeah, exactly right. And I think when you do have that sort of downtime during the day, perhaps over maybe a Zoom call or a bit of socialising with your colleagues, that's good as well. Because when we're aware as colleagues and as sort of business executives of sort of our employees' interests outside of work, what's going on within their minds, I mean, it it puts them at ease and it makes them more productive, doesn't it? Because you then have an employee there who doesn't feel like they've got to leave everything sort of away from their work life and their personality at the door. They can come in, they can be authentic, they can be themselves, and that can only bode well. Uh, yeah, that's, and that's a really good point. Uh, you know, it's, 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 more, it's really important that people feel at ease, feel confident. Uh, that's, that's when, you know, they give their best. And that, that, that goes myself as well. Um, you know, and... Strange things come from strange, strange, you know, situations like school life platform that we had. Mm. You know, that that started out as me being just a bit of relaxed time. You know, just building a website for, for my daughter's school. You know, yeah, seeing the photos and the, and the, the, the text feel and all that kind of thing about the school. I, I enjoyed building that, and then from that, then came a whole new angle to our business. So, you know. Like I say, it's important to be able to switch off uh, and then good ideas tend to, to branch from that. It is. It's amazing just where the big idea can come from, isn't it? And um, school life, of course, from that idea, from that downtime has emerged into a fantastic success for your business, Freecom. And um, thinking about sort of how you're going to build on that and consolidate that sort of success over the uh, the last few years. Um, if we look ahead to maybe 2022, considering that we're now almost at the end of 2021, um, what are your sort of ambitions for your business going into the next year, Mike? And when we get to this time next year, what is it that you're really hoping to have achieved just before we wrap things up? Um, Difficult one to answer, uh, in as much as obviously everybody would like to own that big house and the fancy sports car, but um, I think for me, it's just about the ability to help people. Um, you know, school life is, is the system for helping schools, uh, whereas free from you know, businesses. But um, I suppose the next 12 months, we're going to be focusing on uh, councils, local councils. Um, for the last uh, eight weeks, we've been helping Dudley Council. Uh, they had a need for the ability to log COVID cases in the borough, uh, and mainly in educational establishments. Uh, they'd heard of us through the School Life platform, uh, quite a um, 
about 95% of primary schools in Dudley use, now use the school life platform. Uh, but they approached us and asked if we could uh, potentially put something into the school life platform for them. Uh, and we built that now, and it went live at the start of the summer, t- uh, the, the autumn term. Uh, and it's, we've now got school life in every educational establishment in the Dudley borough. So whether that be colleges, high schools, primaries, uh, even childminders and early year settings. So <clears throat> our ambition is to now go to other councils and say, you know, is this a requirement? You know, do you, do you want a simpler way of being able to log COVID cases within the, within your council? Because uh, on the back end, it gives the Dudley lots of graphs and, and figures to show, you know, percentages of pupils in a school uh, who, who have had COVID or, or actually suffering with COVID at the minute. And, and it's, it's really proving really popular at the minute. Mm, and hopefully that will continue as well and you'll be able to sort of branch that out even further across the uh, the country because it seems that you've got a fantastic idea there which could really develop into something even more promising than it already is. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, obviously, we don't believe COVID's going to go anywhere anytime mm. soon. Uh, you know, it's just proven itself to be, you know, it mutates into uh, different variants. Um uh, obviously, we have got an, uh, an eye on the future, uh, and the actual platform it's, it's, it's actually called the Infectious Disease Reporter. So it's not specifically for COVID, but uh, you know anything that uh, may transpire from from uh, this COVID situation. Yeah, that is something that we still, unfortunately, do have to be aware of because it doesn't seem that the pandemic is going anywhere anytime soon. And uh, we've been through a lot already, but it does seem that there are sort of silver linings in the dark cloud and hopefully we are headed for better days. Got to say, Mike, um, thank you as well for joining us on the uh, the programme today. Um, It's actually been a really bright experience sort of having you come on and talk about the success of the business through these quite tricky times. And like I say, I wish you all the best of luck in developing the School Life product over the next year and sort of hopefully branching that out across the country even more. Yes, thank you for having me on. Uh, It's been great speaking to you. Uh, likewise Mike absolute pleasure and um, for um, anybody who may be tuning in regular listeners or otherwise that um, may have been interested in uh, Mike's uh, story um, I believe it's the is it schoollife.msch um, the, uh, the website if they want to go and have a look at that resource Mike yeah so uh, the, the school life website is www.sch.live sch.live yeah and that's L-I-F-E just in case the black country accent that yeah exactly it's because we do have um, a lot of leaders from the education sector that do regularly listen to the podcast so i think it would be fantastic for them to maybe just have a look at that if it's something that they aren't already aware of and um also if you feel that you have your own story of success and of innovation to come on and share like mike has done today then by all means do visit leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply and apply to become a member or even be on the podcast it could be you sitting next to me next on the program and uh, sharing your real life stories um Mike, thank you again, and do take care and do stay safe with all that's still going on. And you. Yeah. It was a pleasure welcoming Freecom Internet Services' Mike Gear onto today's programme. To all of our regular listeners, we'll be seeing you again in the very near future, and I hope that you all thoroughly enjoyed today's interview. Take care and goodbye.